text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Warning. The SCP Foundation Audio Archive is classified. Access by unauthorized personnel is strictly prohibited. Perpetrators will be tracked, located, and detained. Solve for Bear Item Number SCP-1313 Anomaly Class Keter Threat Level Orange Special Containment Procedures SCP-1313 is not currently contained. As a way of limiting the impact of the anomaly, Foundation staff are to monitor all educational institutes for high rates of bear attacks, and dispatch MTF Delta-10, codenamed Answer Key, to the sites of incidents as soon as possible. Amnestics are to be administered to any civilians with knowledge of SCP-1313. While copies of SCP-1313 are available from the Foundation archives, under no circumstances are any Foundation personnel to have complete knowledge of a problem. Any staff found solving SCP-1313 are to be reprimanded, and if a situation warrants, terminated, immediately following the bear's capture. Excess bears are to be either released into the wild or used as food or test subjects for suitable anomalies. Description SCP-1313 is an anomalous series of logical processes, capable of being defined as a mathematical equation to which the answer is a single female specimen of Ursus arctus. The equation itself does not appear to be inherently anomalous, but rather a quirk of mathematics. Rather than producing any number in RA, the set of all real numbers that are not animals, SCP-1313 resolves to produce a tangible, adult, and frequently enraged grizzly bear. The resolution does not have to be physically represented, and simply considering the problem long enough to arrive at the solution has resulted in a bear's manifestation in or around the subject solving it. SCP-1313 does not require any particular mathematical ability to comprehend, beyond a basic understanding of elementary algebra, but all steps of a sequence must be completed in order to reach the correct answer. Skipping parts of a process or attempting to start midway through will not result in any anomalous effects and will likely produce a purely mundane result. Currently, examination of partial components of SCP-1313 has revealed the following information about the anomaly. That SCP-1313 itself conforms to all axioms used in current number theory, although at times has proven to be remarkably stubborn. That bears cannot be returned to numerical form simply by solving the equation's inverse, pending the invention of a method of applying mathematical operations to physical objects. That SCP-1313 can be used as an element of other equations to produce semi-anomalous results. For example, the square root of SCP-1313 resolves to the square root of a live grizzly bear. Likewise, SCP-1313 squared is a product of two live grizzly bears multiplied together. It is not recommended that such derivative equations be solved, 
as the creatures produced are usually poorly integrated into our reality and invariably extremely hostile during their brief periods of existence. Footnote 1. Research into the possible military applications of irrational, exponential, and imagery grizzly bears is currently being undertaken by a joint team from the Foundation's mathematical and zoological departments. That grizzly bears exist within the set of all real numbers and are not prime. The square root of a grizzly bear is prime. However, and is the only prime number that is a, is not a cardinal number, b is neither even nor odd, and c contains an animal component. The implications that a root of a bear is an integer, and therefore bears themselves exist on an ordinary number line, are currently being investigated by Professor Hutchinson. SCP-1313 first came to the Foundation's attention in 1967, when a bear attack was reported at Whitecross High School, Hereford, England. 1,724 separate incidents of bear attacks in educational institutes have been observed since, with an estimated 1,600 fatalities and 900 further non-fatal injuries. Of the 1,724 bears and mathematical bear composites generated, at least 20% are still at large. Notice, if during the reading of this document you have pondered the nature of SCP-1313 to such a degree that you feel you have independently formulated a portion of its structure, you are advised to make your way to your site's nearest amnestic distribution station, and then, following administration, to animal control. Failure to do so may result in disciplinary action and or bear-related injury. Thank you for listening. Intro music was from Punch Deck. You can find more at soundcloud.com punch-deck. So next week, there will be no new episodes. I will be trying to record and edit almost every single day. So I hope that all of you listening have a great holiday season or break. You can find me on social media and also join the Discord server, which is linked below. Level 2 patrons or higher get early and ad-free episodes. Thanks for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. Are you interested in helping to teach machines how real people speak? When creating voice systems, a large amount of voice data is needed. Oftentimes, large companies that have this information do not release it to the public. Mozilla's Common Voice is a project to help make voice recognition unbiased, open, and accessible to everyone. Donate your voice by reading short sentences or check the quality of other people's contributions. It's super simple and you don't even need a good microphone setup, perfect English, or anything like that. In fact, Accents and any other languages you may speak will only improve recognition. Contribute your voice to hashtag Common Voice. Find out more at commonvoice.mozilla.org. That's Mozilla with two L's.